Time now for AliCast, a deep dive into innovative and emerging trends in e-commerce, online payments, and digital entertainment. Brought to you by Alibaba Group, we'll offer insights about Chinese consumers and brands doing business in China. We'll delve into global online retail, cloud computing, big data, and other must-know topics and issues in and around one of China's largest companies. I'm Adam Najberg. The next time you buy something online, stop and think for a second about how that something gets to you. A delivery truck with a delivery person might drive up and drop off or hand you the package, but there's much more that happens before that last mile delivery. It's called logistics. It's the unseen hand in the online retailing process. It's been getting steadily better and faster thanks to technology. Nobody does that technology better than Cainiao, Alibaba's logistics affiliate. From a fairly humble beginning in 2013, Cainiao, which means rookie in Chinese, now handles logistics for tens of millions of packages a day inside and outside China. And Cainiao has even bigger ambitions. Here to talk about those ambitions and the technology that will make them possible is Ben Wang. Ben is Cainiao's chief technology officer. He joins us today. What is Cainiao? Mm-hmm. Because it sounds like it's not just a straight-up company. Sure. So you know, if if you can imagine that, okay, we have a goal, try to to say achieve like you know to deliver package within twenty four hours, you know, domestically, and then you have to you need to handle hundreds of millions of packages. And so you know, one thing that you know, first thing that we 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 can think of is like that's reason we need outside partners. Like you know, China cannot do this alone by themselves. That means that there's no way I. Can hire like one million deliver guys and try to do it myself, right? And actually, when Jack established the China, he he just put a mandate on it, say someday China's employees shall not be over five thousand people. That means that you know if I want to have my own delivery company, I can easily exceed that. So five thousand people means that、uh, first thing you need to kind of cooperate with partners on the outside, the third party partners, and second of all, you we really to try to think of how. How can we establish an ecosystem that we can work together? And thirdly, you know, we need to do the most critical part. What we think probably is, you know, system-enabled or big data technology-enabled system that can link the partners together and have the data flow together, have have the kind of like logistic brand in there. Try to work this together so we can achieve like the vision that Jack has wanted. And it's. It sounds pretty big, I know, and it's it's like you know, okay, we have that vision. Now the question is, how can we get there, right? So it, as a matter of fact, it's kind of a big challenge for us as well because what we be trying to do and the scale of it has never been done before. So in the past couple of years, what China has been developing, we kind of doing a couple of the, of the, the, the areas that we've been working on. For example, for example, first of all, we are trying to do it. Of course, it's like okay. How can we, from the B two C perspective or, or the, you know the e commerce perspective, try make the customer experience better? And so you know you have to go step by step, right? You have to take a baby step first. You cannot kind of go directly and say, hey, I wanted to deliver it within twenty four hours. You know, all the way. So we are trying to establish a fulfillment network,、uh, very much like、uh, Amazon. Except that this fulfillment network, we have the warehouse, we have the delivery system, but it's all operated by our partners. And isn't it also, if I'm not mistaken, because it's talking about China and everything in China is bigger, much、mm-hmm. bigger than anything that could be fulfilled in、sure. the United States? Sure. 
Yeah, it is. And so, you know, uh, in China, actually, the the challenge is pretty big because in U.S. you can kind of leverage the let's let's say the delivery with your partner with USPS, FedEx, whatever it is. But here, you know, we we have to build like kind of lo- work with a lot of local partners, and so this is you have to put a lot of energy trying to integrate them together as well. And so is the warehouse operator as well. So it, it's been a challenging for us from the get-go, but we think that this is kind of the major step for us to get into this fulfillment business, and then we can try to kind of like, you know establish sort, sort of a standard. The, our goal is always trying to standardize it, the process, so we can open up for more partners to come in to, to participate in this ecosystem. And this is one, one area, that, one key area we've been penetrating the second key area that we've been penetrating is like, okay, there are still a lot of existing packages are delivered by the express couriers in China, namely the, the big four, big five. They, they are all pretty big. They are processing, you know, each one of them, the biggest one right now is processing somewhere close to 20 million packages per day right now. And so uh, we are trying to kind of work with them, kind of, you know, providing sort of like a technology services and data services to them, trying to empower them to get better. So this is kind of two-prong approach we have been trying to do to improve the, the logistic experience in China right now. What you're describing, Tsainiao is not a traditional delivery company. Mm-hmm. It's not somebody orders, Tsainiao gets the package and, and delivers it. Yes. You're, you're providing yeah. infrastructure, interconnectivity. Sure logistics yes. that kind of expertise yeah so it's what, what we call it is it's like uh, we, we we would like to coin the term like platform logistics platform logistics or you know so it, we we are kind of like you know we work try to work it as a platform instead of a, a logistic provider just walk people through this mm-hmm. i'm a customer sure. i'm on taobao sure maybe i live in a second or third tier chinese city sure. i order what happens at mm-hmm. that point after my order is received mm-hmm. and the the vendor says it's mm-hmm. got what happens mm-hmm. okay now majority of what's happening right now is still like okay when you order it the your your merchandise is still in the seller's warehouse. And then a seller's warehouse probably is kind of like a mom and pop shop. He probably put it in the back of his store or probably he had he rented a third-party storage place. And if it is if he is a little bit bigger, let's say he's handling like thousands of orders per day, he most likely have a, a separate warehouse and he has operator. And then they were trying to package the goods. After the, the good is packaged, he will contact you know a designated express couriers. Let's say, you know, what we call in, in, in China, the biggest, bigger, bigger one, like STO, ZTO, like kind of a provider. And then they will pick it up and go through their delivery network. Okay, this is majority. Of, but right now, we are trying to build in a, a, a kind of like parallel fulfillment service, like warehouse and uh, delivery, they are connected. That means that the seller put their, the merchandise directly into our warehouse. And then, you know, once the a, a customer placed the order, it doesn't have to go through the seller. We will go, it will be, order will route it to our system directly, and we will determine where it is produced and which warehouse once the warehouse package is packed and then we will have our own delivery system to pick it up and then we deliver it and the beauty the difference is 
major differences like this because our warehouse is distributed. You know, we have nationwide warehouse. So most likely, uh, your good is very close to you. Most likely, you know, it's probably within hundred or two hundred kilometers to you to the consumers. If you have enough warehouses, right? if we have enough warehouses, and we believe that you know, with with this model scaled, you know, with the density is getting even bigger, and then it will get in even closer to the customer. And at some point, you know, we are experimenting to push push the warehouse closer to the city limit. You know, and then then that means that it probably the the warehouse is is, is just a couple kilometers from you, and that's hot selling goods. And so that means that if you happen to purchase that good, it probably can get it within a couple hours. So the purpose here is speed and efficiency. Right? It is yes. Logistics, delivery. Mm-hmm. I would say as a customer. It's probably one of the unsexiest part of the whole online shopping and retailing process. But it's also probably, or not probably, it's most definitely the most important because if you don't get your stuff and you can't figure out where it is, Mm -hmm. you lose. And the company that's selling you things lose. Can you talk a little bit about Cainiao? How has it become what it is? Okay. Yeah, as you mentioned, that it's unsexy. As a matter of fact, China is trying to make it sexy. Uh, the reason being, you mentioned that actually right now we have e-commerce, we have payment and logistic. We think we think this is kind of like triangle of the whole thing. So China is just exactly trying to fill the gap in terms of logistics. And as many listeners know, that China in uh, in Mandarin that means like I don't know how to say it, and like rookie, right? And it's like it, we are rookie in the logistics. That means that you know we are trying to come into this field, try to transform uh, the logistics. Uh, kind of give you everybody a background. We know that Alibaba is pretty big, but you know it's, it's estimated that nowadays China is producing close to 100 million packages per day. You know per you day per day. And of course, Alibaba is, 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 has a big chunk of it. And as Jack mentioned, that you know, actually last year he mentioned that within five to ten, ten years, we are expecting uh, three hundred million packages per day. But uh, this year, in in our conference, our logistic conference, he actually he raised raised the bar already. He, he said he's predicting like one billion packages per day within next. 10 years or so. And what happened to your blood pressure when he said that? Exactly. We were saying, wow, (laughs) how can we do this? And so there lies the the, the crux of the problem. It's like today we are handling 100 million packages per day nationwide. As a matter of fact, we are doing okay. I mean, if you look at the cost per package right now for the e-commerce packages, like let's say produced in Taobao, it's it's cost roughly, I would say, average is like 7 RMB, which is 1 US dollar in US term. And actually the the time to take to transport to deliver to your home is probably less than three days. So actually it's pretty good. However, there's a couple of problems. I mean, the problem is like, you know, the delivery right now in in, all the logistics right now in China is is not very predictable. I mean, it's like, you know, they don't guarantee when we we arrive and it it would take three days or, or, or less and and then the the service level is is not a good. So all this you know is, will be compounded if someday we really reach one billion packages per day. And that's reason actually why Jack think that you know we need to establish a separate entity which is apart from Alibaba. Although Alibaba control roughly forty seven percent of stake in China, but we have we we're trying to leverage you know the, the the partners to do this together. And so this is you know we were founded about a little bit over four years. 
ago as a trainer. And our mission always been like try to provide what we call a next generation of smart logistic grids. To put it in simpler term, Jack has a vision that uh, someday, you know, in terms of logistic, like, you know, a package will be delivered within less than for 24 hours in, in China and less than 72 hours internationally. That's our goal. So it's also very ambitious as well. What did things look like four years ago? Well, I mean, like I can walk you a little bit even further back when in tw- tw- uh, 2007 when I joined Taobao. I remember vividly like that time Taobao, the annual GMB just reached uh, 10 billion RMB, no, 100 billion RMB. I'm the sorry. gross merchandise value. The gross value. merchandise right. value. And today, is where over what 300 300 billion right RMB RMB right yeah. so it's it's like you know 30 30 times bigger and so as so you can know that the the package kind of scale roughly the same so over the 10 years we, we are seeing the exponential growth in terms of package generated by the the e-commerce and the, for the couple last couple years you know it's grown in very tremendously but thanks to this kind of franchise model that uh, our express courier partner use so they can expand very quickly however the downside again is like it's, it's not you know because it's not self-operated so it's sometimes it lacks the service level quality and it lacks like, like, like what I call it the certainty of the, the packages and this is what we're trying to think that you know we can deserve a better a logistic infrastructure and that's reason that we we trying to do it for China now. You mentioned where the warehouse is. I recently saw a video from inside at China mm-hmm. warehouse mm-hmm. and it looks very 22nd century with these little robots. Sure. They're little but they're very sure. strong. Sure. They're rolling sure. around and sure. lifting things. Can you talk a little bit mm-hmm. about the technology? So when when you started at China it sounds like a lot of things were driven by maybe computers, people sure, typing things sure. in. How has it changed? Mm-hmm. What What are the biggest technological advances okay. in, in your field? You know, like like I mentioned, I, we believe Tiny is a kind of like technology-enabled company. And so we believe like technology would be future key to our success. And and to me, as a CTO, I'm seeing like the China technology probably has three uh, keywords, if I may say. Uh, first of all is the collaborative uh, technology. It's, we have tried to build a platform that's collaborative. And so like, that's the reason, that, like I mentioned, is platform logistic. And this collaboration actually is pretty complicated because if you think that you know the process of logistic even the supply chain it has many points of uh, uh, injection and so you have to work with a lot of a partner and you also need to work with the, the merchant the seller as well right you have to work with their system and so uh, we think this is very key piece of technology we need to build in order to for this to happen for the at least for the information to flow freely. This is the uh, first keyword. The second keyword we think is intelligent. Like I say, we are trying to build an intelligent network. And the vision that this intelligent network we envision is, like I mentioned, it's it's, part, it's kind of like a logistic brand. Uh, first of all, it can decide where the goods should be located closer to the consumer. Instead of the, the merchant has to travel like a thousand kilometer, if it can be traveled within a hundred kilometer, it will be a lot efficient. And so this global optimization is part of this intelligent network. And there's also a lot of intelligence coming to, let's say, the transport system. You know, you have to determine that, you know, which route is the most most efficient and how do we distribute to which 
which partner. And so we believe that the intelligent network is a very key piece of our technology. And behind this, of course, we are leveraging a lot of big data, a lot of uh, artificial intelligence in there. We think that this is very key to build a, a logistic brand. The third keyword is what we call the automation. You know, if you look at the logistic flow right now, especially in China, it's still very labor intensive. I mean, as a matter of fact, we estimate close in China right now, they, you know, on the delivery manpower, we, we estimate close to three to four million right now. And it's it's very enormous population. And, you know, right now it's 100 million packages per day. If someday it's 1 billion packages per day, you know, you can you can envision the manpower that's needed. And so what we think with advent of this uh, artificial intelligence and also intelligent hardware, we think automation can speed up, it can help this process tremendously. Kind of case in point, you know, we think that warehouse automation uh, is very key piece, right? If we can automate the warehouse, then you don't need a worker to pick up, you know, the merchants, you know, to, for each order, and that can, you know, speed up the, the efficiency and also lower the cost. Transport system, transportation. If you look at the line haul trucks, you know, someday it can be, you know, autonomous. And then the last mile, the last mile, <coughs> you know, the, the the last mile delivery person. If someday we can have an automated or semi-automated solution that can cut down the manpower tremendously. As a matter of fact, China is investing heavily right now in these three areas. So China's investment is headed mostly into technology these days. It is. Yeah, kind of case in point, we, we have you know roughly half of our staff right now is technology-related. Now, I've traveled around China, and... Mm-hmm. When you go rural in China, you go very rural. It's it's sure. hard as a person to get in and out because mm-hmm. the the links and the transportation, while better than they were thirty years ago when sure. I first started coming, it's still problematic. I'm guessing that has to be amplified when you have to move fairly large numbers of packages in. How do you deal with the rural situation that's special to China? Yeah, it, well, it is tough. As a matter of fact, I mean, for the last. 10 years or 20 years, China has come a long way. It really improved a lot. Case in point, you know, Hangzhou now and 10 years ago, it's tremendous differences. And so is rural area, they progress. However, it's like you mentioned, it's still really, really not that, you know, uh, well connected. So rural area has always been a challenge for us. And that's the reason that China, we have a separate division just working on rural logistics. And the key there is you can think of it's very similar to cross-border trade. It's kind of have a multi-legs, you know, delivery system. That means that, you know, we used a normal delivery system delivery means to push it to the county level and on the county level we have kind of what we call a receiving station we pull the package together and then we have another leg of uh, a transport provider send it to the rural area you talked about packages taking 30 days and now they're effectively overseas down to 14 and in china the amount of time has also been decreased mm-hmm. could you look at it from the user experience perspective perspective mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. a moment sure when i order something online one of my biggest complaints still is i don't know exactly where things are Mm -hmm. this isn't an alibaba specific issue sure and you you must be a customer as well sure what should the experience be like what are you guys working towards Mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. the customer sure i mean uh if you if you order domestic right now actually you know the the order detail is pretty specific right now and we have a different means to push it to you so you know exactly where the good is located right now. So uh, I would say the information is really transparent right now, except the last leg when the, the 
the, the delivery man is out delivering uh, within your neighborhood. We, you still don't know exactly the location. We, we need to put a, a chip inside the delivery yeah. man so we can follow him. <laughs> exactly. And we think that they will come. That means that you, know, you should be able to monitor uh, your packages real time and have, even have an interaction with delivery man. This kind of leads me to, to the last question I have, which is if I had asked you five years ago, uh, what would the, the future today mm-hmm. be? And you said to me, oh, there'll be robots in an automated sure, factory, I sure, might have laughed at you, sure. but I'm not going to laugh. I'm going to ask sure. you that question. Five sure. years from now, sure. what will big advances be? What will the industry look like five, mm-hmm, five years mm-hmm. from now? So I'm very optimistic that the next five years in terms of the logistic landscape change very rapidly. I mean, the reason from this optimism is, again, like I say, it's because of the scale. Let's say next five years we will reach, if I say conservatively, we can reach, you know, easily 200 million packages per day. In order to solve this efficiently, we need to use a lot of technology. We probably have to use a lot of automation, a lot of robots. And so I would say five years from now, we will see a lot of intelligent automated system in place for the logistics system. I would say like the warehouse will be you know heavily automated although the probably not complete or automated i would say we may see a kind of like you know a semi-automated trucks probably it, it probably would be still is men assisted but probably as as automated i would say, probably say that distribution center probably would be mostly fully automated and then the last mile probably it, 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 it would it would take long to automate it but i would say they will have a lot of automation system try to help the delivery uh, guy to do the, the the package delivery as well that's kind of my prediction well you've heard it here first and ben wang let's mark this date down okay and then and five years from now, let's have this interview again and see how right. I can't promise you any bonus or anything, sure. but it would be great if you were right. Thank you for joining Thank us on Alleycast. Yes. I'd love to have you back again. Okay, nice talking Thank to you. Thank you. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Alleycast, a regular podcast from the Alibaba Group. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Adam Najberg. Adam <laughs> Najberg.